welcome to the Hot Mess Roundtable. Uh, this is our third episode. My name is Lauren, and I am a hot mess this week because of snow days. <laughs> is that a mom thing right there? That is a mom Absolutely. thing. Yeah, for sure. My name is Amanda, and I am a hot mess this week because, as you can hear, I literally have no voice. And it's not from being sick. Um, no, we went out Saturday night, and yeah, I screamed my head off like a banshee. But had so much fun. I saw that picture of you on Facebook. You're gorgeous, oh, girl. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you. it was so good. That's a great picture. <laughs> yep, that's in a bar. It was great. But yeah, I have no voice, so everyone thinks I'm sick all week. But worth it? So worth it. Good. Yeah. And my name's Jordan. I'm a hot mess this week because I'm so cold. We're recording this at the end of like a really bitter cold snap. And I just, I can't stand it. I love the summer and the sun and the warmth. And well, I really like the fashion and like the sweaters and the scarves of winter i just can't handle the cold temperatures i don't like being cold no i'm over the cold Same. i'm ready for it to be warm it's like i feel like i didn't even get a weekend because i was just too busy staying inside and being cold yes yeah <laughs> was there was like no going outside yeah. it was terrible it was rough okay amanda what are we drinking this week well we are drinking a concoction that um my cousin Courtney Morton introduced me to hers is a little bit different because I couldn't find the correct juice, but I'm going to call it a Courtney refresher. It is Tito's vodka Sprite. And this one, uh, this one I used cranberry raspberry apple juice, but Courtney's drink has cran mango in it. And it is such a refreshing, one of those sneak up on your drinks. But they're oh. it's fabulous. Oh, yeah. So we'll be careful it's today. It's yummy. Cheers. 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 All right. So, what do you guys think? We're a couple episodes in. We've gotten so much feedback and support and love from our friends and family and all the listeners. What do you guys think? I'm absolutely blown away. We joked about having two listeners and <laughs> I know way more than two. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. We appreciate but all we the support. So appreciate the support. It's been great. It has been. It's been so nice to see that other people relate yes. and are so supportive of yep. just, oh, yeah, because I feel like a hot mess, too. And to hear other people talk about it because nobody ever does talk about it. No. You know, everyone's always just portraying this image. So I think it's been fantastic. Um, it has been really interesting that we made a podcast about how we are hot messes. And then we did get a little bit of feedback of like, oh, you should avoid certain topics or not use certain words or, you know, moderate yourself in some way. And I was like, oh, well, that's not quite the point of the podcast. So I think we're going to stay far away from trying to not be our authentic selves. Yeah, we definitely want to come across as ourselves. Just it's the amount of people that have listened to it is like awesome, but also daunting. If we knew that there was only two people listening, it would be different. Yeah, it'd be like, hi, Casey. Hi, Carolyn. It's hard to be vulnerable. Mm hmm. When you know so many people are listening yeah, and you yeah. don't know what they're going to think of you or how they're judging you or are you saying it the right way? I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's I think scary. the first episode, at least for me, I was so authentic, like talking about. <laughs> but now that we've read some reviews right. or people's like, comments, oh it's like, oh, I don't know. It's hard. It is hard. We just have to, I think we just have to refocus that it's just us in this it's room. It's us in this room. Yep. And commit to being our own authentic selves. Because otherwise, why are we doing it? Right. And yeah, no one's going to want to listen to a half version of us. No. 
Because we're funny when we're the whole version. And they liked it when we were the whole version. Right. My mom doesn't. She figured out how to listen to a podcast. Like, I I didn't even have to show her. Wow. She figured it out on her own. I'm really proud of her. Cliff doesn't get on any of that stuff either. And he was like, oh, I found it on YouTube. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, my dad, I still don't know how he did it. He somehow listened to our podcast and posted in our Facebook group. And I'm not sure I knew (laughs) that he could do either one of those things. My, I'm guessing my brother hear. helped him. Like, there's just no way. And he didn't even hear the second episode yet, which is where you really sing his praises about his wine. Yeah. And his and how you got the special glasses for him. They are totally disposable plastic cups. I don't care. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I totally. You do. went out of your way for him to get those That's fancy right. plastic cups, even though the rest of us would gladly oh. drink out of red solo cups. <laughs> red solo cup, you fill me up. Okay, we also are learning the art of podcasting. (laughs) So we're sorry the first few episodes maybe didn't have the best sound quality. Um, We're using this crappy sound person named Jordan, and she kind of sucks at what she does. (laughs) So I'm going to get better, I promise, at editing and figuring out if we're all talking at the same level or not. Lauren promises to talk into the microphone. Yeah, Jordan gave me lots of crap for not... (laughs) We fought. We're not talking into the microphone correctly. So I'm on her naughty list. I got lots of angry texts this week. (laughs) (laughs) She was editing. Um, We also learned Jordan can't say the intro line because I'm so bad at it. You're not bad at it. I'm terrible at it. I sound just not like a normal human. (laughs) It's bad. (laughs) Lauren took that over for me this week. It's a learning curve. We're all learning how to do this. Yeah, we it's, definitely don't know what we're doing, but no, no we're going we really, with it. No, yeah, we're going with it. You know, the other thing that I realized this week was we do so many product recommendations. We should really do like an Amazon storefront or a Pinterest board or something where the products are so that people can find them later. Mm-hmm. So we're going to figure out how to do that. We don't really know how to do that yet, but we're going to learn and it's figure coming. it out. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. All those products will be somewhere that are easy to access. And if anybody yeah. has suggestions... I mean, you can always email us, um, hotmessroundtable at gmail.com. Give us suggestions for the Hot Mess Express stories or just something if you want us to talk about. My favorite thing was a few people shared their own Hot Mess Express stories or yes. like just their oh. own Hot Mess Life stories. Yes. And that was amazing. So yeah. I would love to hear more people's just messy lives and how they're getting through it. That's fantastic. I love that. That's the opposite of what we used to do at the office. It used to be best thing of the week. And it's like hot mess of the week i know yeah that's fantastic (laughs) yes we're on every podcast platform and we would love for you to go out and subscribe rate and review us um we do read all the comments and the reviews um if you are going to rate us please give us five stars and if you're not going to give us five stars then we want to know why (laughs) but don't do it just tell us why yeah just tell us why be nice though because you know we want the algorithms to be in our favor that's right All right, ladies, we're talking all about fashion and clothes this week. How exciting is that? Yay. Yay. I love it. I'm really excited for this week. As I'm sitting here in scrubs. It's great. Same. (laughs) I know. I've got a big sweater on because it's really cold out. (laughs) There's no fashion in the winter, right? Like, it's just too cold for that. Yeah, it is. So, do you guys consider yourselves to be fashionistas? I definitely do not consider myself. Same here. I feel like I typically hate what I wear um, or I have in the past and I'm finally at a place where at 36 I was like damn it I'm gonna just start wearing what I want to wear 
And if people like it, they like it. And if they don't, they don't. But I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I am an aspiring fashionista. I mean, I'm a girly girl, so I love all things clothes and accessories and fashion and getting dressed up and putting on my jewelry every day. But I feel like, you know, I paid for my master's program out of pocket and that forced me to live like a poor college student, like into my 30s. So for a long time, I didn't really have the disposable income to focus on fashion. And so it was a lot of just fast fashion or cheap stuff that looked appropriate to wear to work kind of thing. Right. And now I feel like I'm finally at a spot where I can start affording maybe nicer clothing and have the time because I'm not studying all the time anymore, right? So have the time to devote to like really finding my own sense of style, but I'm not very good at it. And I also have a weird (laughs) body type because I'm a short, big girl, right? And so it's just different. It's just like a different body type. And so I'm having to like find my own way. So it's hard. Maybe you guys will teach me something. Oh, no, not me. Yeah, I, I think more I think more Lauren would be able to teach all of us. I don't know about that. I also struggle because I'm five feet tall. So everything is long on me. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm shopping for pants, I look for crop cropped or ankle pants, knowing that they'll be like normal length on me. <laughs> Maybe I won't have to have them hemmed. And I look for long jeans because I'm not tall by any means, but I don't like my ankles hanging out. It gets cold. Like, it does like now, cold. I mean, mm-hmm. I cannot wear a lot of the jeans that I have because they're short. Mm-hmm. And so I try to find longer jeans and then I just don't like them the way they fit on me. And I've learned that I really have to, if I want something to really fit well, I have to take it and have it tailored. I've never had anything tailored. Really? Never? No. If it don't fit, I don't wear it. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that terrible? No, no that's I have, good. I have so many things in my closet that I'm like, can't wear that, can't wear that, can't wear that. Well, why do I still have it? So then... It goes into the donation bin that sits in my car for two weeks. Right. No, we fixed that. <laughs> we fixed that last it. week. Yeah, you're taking it, getting rid of <laughs> it. That problem <laughs> solved. Yeah, there's, it's not hanging around anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. But I, then I'm also one of those that wears the same like four or five outfits mm-hmm. because I they're comfortable. I certainly have my favorites. Yeah. And I haven't had anything altered in a long time, but... I used to for sure have to get all of my work pants hemmed. And thankfully my mom did a lot of the hemming for work pants. But jeans are hard. Like you have to take them to have them hemmed, Mm -hmm. to have them altered, like at an alterations place, unless you have the specific sewing machine for it. Mm -hmm. But then they don't look right because the the bottom just looks different. So I feel like jeans are tricky. What I learned tonight is that Amanda's average height and doesn't have to have things altered. (laughs) Must be nice. That's a nice world to live in. Uh, Sometimes it is, but no, not really. I have found um, alterations by Joanne on Campbell, and I have just had to find a good seamstress that I can take my stuff to and have it altered. Okay, Lauren, you are the most fashionable of all of us. (laughs) So tell us how you do it. I, well, as we talk, I'm sitting in non-matching clothes. (laughs) So, but you've got this adorable sweater that ties in the front. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, so for a long time when I was working, um, and certainly being on a budget, I would try to find things that I just were on sale and they fit (laughs) good enough and work, work appropriate. Um, so I accumulated a lot of work clothes that way. And then when I switched to being a stay-at-home mom, I found that I could live in sweatpants and uh, sweatshirts, and that is not really the look I wanted. Um, I wanted to 
have a little more fun with my fashion. So I kind of um, switch gears. I rent a lot of my clothes, and that's kind of my trick for having um, for having new fun things. So I kind of have my basics that I own, and then all my fun pieces I rent. I want to know more about renting clothes yeah. because I'm so intrigued by this. I don't know. It just is it weird to wear clothes that other people have worn? It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't freak me out at all. I, I, but I worked at a dry cleaners for <laughs> several years and all the clothes are dry clean. So I don't know. They feel pretty clean. I kind of, I, I know the process they go through when they get dry clean, but so they kind of feel new. They kind of feel new. And actually sometimes the clothes arrive with their tags still on. So they That's are crazy. brand new. So this is something I started when I was pregnant actually with my last pregnancy. So it was my fourth pregnancy and I just, I had donated all my maternity clothes in the past um, cause I had not necessarily planned on having a fourth. And then when we decided we did want a fourth, I just did not feel like investing yet again in a maternity wardrobe. And there's certainly some things that you can wear, um, that'll work, you know, stuff that's kind of billowy or whatever, but there's, you have to have some maternity clothes. I feel like to get through your pregnancy, especially when you're working, you're not just hanging out at home. So um, cause I, I still wanted to look professional. So I decided to start renting my clothes. There are several different rental services I've used and a couple of them do have maternity specific clothes that they offer, um, in addition to their regular clothes. And then some of them, I could just pick styles that I knew would work with my growing belly, which I always had a maternity, like a big pregnant belly from being four weeks pregnant. I mean, <laughs> you have, yeah. you have, that's, that's the thing you get to embrace. I, I was front heavy very early on. So, um, so I've used a couple different rental start, rental clothing, rental services. Um, so I had used rent the runway in the past uh -huh. for special events. And I know that's a pretty common one. Um, they do have like their, uh, one-time rentals and I had rented, actually I rented my wedding dress <laughs> through them really yeah for my wow. second wedding mm -hmm. so for my second wedding I didn't want to buy another wedding dress it's right. just an expense I didn't want to go through I still had the, the my wedding dress for my first wedding and I just sitting in a closet so I decided to rent a dress and it was not a wedding dress but it was white on top and black on the bottom and I to this day would rent it again I absolutely loved it um, I rented a bridesmaid's dress for my cousin's wedding. We were supposed to wear gold glitter dresses and our sequiny dresses. She had a beautiful December wedding and um, rented that one and that worked well. Um, I don't know. I maybe rented one other time, but I um, knew that I had had really good luck with Rent the Runway. They have a huge, huge, huge selection. Um, so many different brands and they have most of their stuff is if you were to buy it off the rack, pretty expensive. It's, I mean, hence the rent the runway, I guess. So they're not necessarily going to be brands that you could go to the mall and purchase. So I had had really good luck renting for one-off things through rent the runway and decided to sign up for their subscription plan. And I had really good luck with my, with maternity clothes. Um, they have maternity specific clothes and, um, they have several different options right now. I do, um, let's see, I do five items per shipment and two shipments per month. Okay. And it's a little less than $150. So it's per month or per shipment per month. 
Okay. Yeah. So like seventy so- five ish per shipment mm-hmm. per shipment per shipment and so you have you get to have five items at home so um if you rent five items you know whenever your subscription renews and say you wear four of them and then the fifth item you're like oh i want to save it for a different occasion or um you just love it and want to keep wearing it then you could just send four of those items back and get four new items but keep that fifth item so you can have five items at home how long are you allowed to keep the item I mean, indefinitely, if as long as you keep paying for the subscription. Okay. Um, but you also have the option to buy the item oh, at a okay. discounted price. Oh, that's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And the longer that they've had it in their inventory, it seems like the price is lower. Yeah. I mean, if you were to buy something that came with the tags on, it's still discounted. If it's something they've had for a year or so and they've rented out a lot, then the um, price decreases over time. And I have bought a couple things that I just loved. Um, but I have found some brands that I love that way. I found, um, I rented like a lot of jumpsuits, rompers, things that I would probably not purchase mm. without, without the subscription. I mean, and now I'm like, Oh, I love this look on me or maybe I don't love the look on me, but damn, this is comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, How about their sizing though? Is their sizing pretty true or? Yeah. So with Rent the Runway specifically, um, and there's another service I use too, but with both of them, they use algorithms. So as you rent things and send them back, you give fit feedback. So you could say, well, this was really too small for me, or this was too, too long. These, you know, these pants were too long on me, or this did not fit in the waist. Mm -hmm. So you give fit feedback and they use that from all the different um, renters that rent those, that, that item. And they use that to come kind of come up with and say, this tends to run small, this tends to run large. So they give you that feedback. And then there's also reviews. So typically I go through all the reviews and I try to find other women that are about my size. Mm-hmm. So my height, my weight, um, or my numbered size. And, you know, maybe if they're, I'm, you know, I'm a, eight, 10, 12, dependent on the items. So if they are also in that range and they say, well, I usually wear an eight or 10, but this one I had to get a 12 in, then I will, I'll get the 12. Um, and that, that helps. So reading the reviews, um, it makes a huge difference on finding stuff that works for me or doesn't work for me. That's cool. I feel like it would be a really good way to try a lot of different brands too, yes. and kind of find those brands you fall in love with. Yes. And there's some, there are certainly a few that I, just rent everything they have from that brand because I, I love them. I, Farm Rio is one that comes to mind. That's a lot of like fun, bright tropical prints. So, um, and I've worn, um, or rented several dresses and rompers that were Farm Rio that I just love and didn't even really want to send back. But I'm also trying to cut down the amount of clothes that I own, <laughs> which is a whole nother, whole nother, um, story. But I, um, so I feel like I have not purchased probably as many pieces as I have fallen in love with. I've seen a lot of the influencers like that I follow on Instagram do that. They use Rent the Runway and then they go through and, you know, show you all the outfits that they've gotten like for that shipment. Yeah. And they go through and they tell you how it fits and what they, you know, it feels like and all that. So, I mean, that's really, that would be the helpful thing. Yes. To be able to have to see that and to see those reviews and get that feedback before you get something. Yeah. And a lot of people do post pictures of them and um, mm-hmm. in the clothes. So you can really, I find that if I get a shipment and everything fits really well, 
it's usually because I've spent a lot of time combing through the reviews and making sure that I think that item's going to fit. So it's like you almost research the item before you add it to your shipment. So you actually pick the clothes. That's mm-hmm. not like they randomly send nope, you clothes. not at all. No, you pick the items specifically you want to have shipped to you. That's cool. Yeah. And you can go in and favorite stuff or create different collections. So, you know, like right now I might see something, oh, that'd be super cute for summer, but it's 14 degrees out. So I'm not going to wear it right now, but I can add it to my summer collection and then this summer go back and go, oh yeah, I found this, you know, in January and I really wanted to rent it. I love this. I might have to try it. What I love about it. So, okay. Lauren, when you were coming to the office every day, you were like the best dress. <laughs> I know. She looks so cute every day. All, Even pregnant, you. you were like so cute coming in. No, oh, thank you. So, okay, have you guys seen the TV show Suits? I have not watched I have it. I not watched it. I know what it is. Okay, so I was like one of the half of Americans that uh, binge watched Suits over the last summer. Even though they went off air like years ago, mm-hmm. somehow they got really popular over the summer and I was one of them who just decided I'm going to binge Wait, watch. Is it because of Meghan Markle? Maybe. I don't, it's not why I watched it. It's just always been one of those shows I wished I would have watched. Uh And the summer I found that I just had the time to binge watch a show and chose. Because you weren't studying or doing homework anymore. Yep. That's it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And I chose to binge watch Suits. But they, the women on that show, they are like my fashion goals. They dress in the most beautiful clothing, but you look at them like I'm a little bit of a bag snob and a shoe snob. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I really like nice accessories. It's my thing. And so I would look up their shoes sometimes and they're like, you know, $500 Jimmy Choo's. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, these are not shoes real women are going to buy. Right. right. But the thought and then like their dresses, like I, I did look up a dress Meghan Markle wore once on that show and it was like $450 or something. And I was like, oh, that's probably not realistic. Right. But to rent brands like that, I feel oh, like you yeah. still get good use out of it and learn what brands you love. And yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it. It is a huge, so I'm looking at my value rented. Um, so I have been doing it since October. This says member since October, 2023. That's not right. I paused it for a month or two. Um, but I had Goldie in January of 2023. So probably since like late summer, 2022, I've been renting. I've got 62 designers, 92 items, and almost over $25,000 in value rented. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That yeah. is. Wow. So it's a lot of it is really, they're nice things. And you can tell just the qualities. It's just now, different. Do they do like bags and accessories and stuff? They do jewelry oh. and they do purses. Oh. <laughs> they don't do shoes. Um, I guess that grosses some people out. But Yeah, I don't know if I do shoes. Yeah, it grosses yeah. me out too. Yeah. But definitely um, the... Uh, purses and I've rented several purses and jewelry, um, earrings, necklaces. I could get down with some purses. Yeah, I know. I'm never, I never was a purse snob until I discovered Kate Spade. Yes, I love Kate Spade. Oh my god, we all love the our outlet Kate down in Branson. It's addictive. It is very. Yeah, I think we all it, like came into the office one day. And we all had like our Kate Spade. Yeah. Under our <laughs> I love Kate Spade. I have some Kate Spade shoes handbags i have like tons almost every stud she's ever releases her stud earring uh-huh. mm-hmm. i have like the whole collection almost cameron got me for mother's day last year she got me a bracelet a necklace and some earrings that were kate spade and they're they're so colorful and fun mm-hmm. they're so pretty i, I like love the them big chunky gumdrop yes. earrings mm-hmm. the kate mm-hmm. spade gumdrop earrings yes and they're usually on their outlet site too yeah yeah you can get them for pretty cheap you can in addition to rent the one runway 
I also use another rental company called Armoire, which seems to be a little bit more of a startup. They don't have the amount of clothes that Rent the Runway has, but it's also cheaper. So um, I do four items per month. You only get one shipment a month and it's $80 a month and it's like one swap every 30 days. So you keep them for the whole month or you can hang on to them and just send part of them back in. Uh-huh. Um, but a little different than Rent the, run- the Runway, they still have a lot of name brand items, um, but they also have some more like department store type brands. Um, they also have, a, I feel like a lot more basics. Like maybe they're... Oh, that's nice. So Rent the Runway is geared, I would say, at maybe a younger audience. Uh-huh. I mean, not 100%, but they have a lot of like really fashion forward items such that I would definitely not be able to pull off. Mm-hmm. Like I stay away from anything that's cropped. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to see that shit. <laughs> so any sweaters that are cropped, any anything. Um, but Armour has a lot more, I would say, for more of a mature clientele, I guess. Um, mature sounds old not so it's not old but just just more <laughs> professional like professional yeah i would say pr- people 30s 40s more so than 20s 20s yeah um but i use both and i like having both um services and if i can't find you know i try to rent a good mix of items so i might get a couple dresses that i can especially right now i can wear with leggings um you know a romper maybe a pair of pants or or jeans those are always really tricky for me because of my mom pooch that I (laughs) I I never know what's gonna fit me well um but skirts especially skirts with elastic waists I'll go towards um or sweaters but again like the cropped sweater thing is no I don't like it at all I hate it I want them to be long okay here's another tiktok thing a tiktok trend that Lauren you're gonna learn so clean girl aesthetic has been in have you heard that no of course you have it. Okay, well it's all over TikTok. Does it mean, like showering daily or well, uh, ideally, but you no. would think <laughs> who has time for that? <laughs> no, a clean girl aesthetic is like the um, minimal makeup, you know, like blurred face, you know, makeup, and like the hair slicked back in the ponytail. Looks like you just got out of the shower, and just like very clean, preppy girl aesthetic. Okay. That's for those people that don't wash their hair. You know, it's they only watch it clean. like every five or six days. <laughs> no nope. shampoo, baby. Okay. I'm trying to be one of those girls. Uh, I How love often? y'all. If, if you can do it, do it. How often do you wash your hair? Every day. Every day? Every oh, day. Hell no. Especially since I cut it. If it was long, oh no, it'd be like every other day because then I could plop it up on top of my uh-huh. head. Uh-huh. But since I've cut it short, it has to, I have to wash it every day. Wow. How often do you wash your hair, Lauren? Well, when I had a pixie cut for years every day because I had to put product like mm-hmm. greasy product uh-huh. in it every uh-huh. day. Um, now every three to four days, I would say Especially okay. it's yeah. kind of got purple in it right now too, which I'm trying to preserve. Uh huh. So uh-huh. I try not to overwash it or wash it with hot water. Mm-hmm. So I used to wash it every day for a long time and I have longer or medium length hair, I guess you'd say. And I used to wash it every single day and that was too much. So maybe three years ago I started trying to train it to not wash it every day. And at first, like the first month, it just looked like an oil slick. It yes. Was horrific. Yeah. But I got through that and it like normalized. And so I was able to go to every other day. And so I do every other day. I stretched it to like every three days and I even tried every four days. But I felt like my scalp was itchy and it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Every other day, I do have a little bit of dandruff too that I have to combat. Thanks, dad. That's a treat from him. So <laughs> I feel like I have to combat that. But 
every other day works really well for me, but now I'm trying to go to every two days and stretch it so that I have like that third day. That works better for me and my schedule. <laughs> I'm not wanting to wash it every single day, but I'm not quite there. Like it stays a day three day and it just doesn't look as bouncy as it usually does. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't look, you know, yucky on top. Well, that's because it's dry shampoo. I have not mastered this dry shampoo thing. I don't know that I've, I've heard that it it's either. a training thing. I Well, I hate it. It's a love hate. So it works well. Like the front of my hair will get kind of greasy sometimes, especially like from washing my face and mm-hmm. moisturizer and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'll use it. But I have not figured out, A, how to get the roots without making it look white, like without the powder look. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes my head scalp like itchy. My scalp itchy. Okay. The dry shampoo. Our friend Kayla taught yes. me how to use dry shampoo. Okay. Okay, so first of all, she said put it on the at night. Okay. Before you go to sleep. Okay. Because then the oil never gets to your scalp. And that was like mind-blowing advice for me cuz I'd never thought of that. Wait, it never gets to your scalp or your hair. Doesn't it come from your scalp? But it's on sure. your hands. Well, whatever. You... The oil from your scalp, I guess, doesn't get to your hair. So you put put you put the dry shampoo out there and it just sucks up the oil as it's made, right? Okay, okay, got it. So what I do now is the day I wash my hair, I put the dry shampoo in just a little bit, like mm-hmm. that morning. Like as soon as I dry my hair, I'll put it in just a little bit so that it can suck up the oil um, like throughout the day. And then before I go to bed, I put it in and I put it just on the roots and I kind of go pretty light with it. Like I don't put a whole lot in there and it's just in the roots. And then I brush my hair okay. really well. Mm-hmm. And the other trick is you got to get a good hair oil to put on your tips so that your hair doesn't look yeah. dried out. Mm-hmm. So do the oil on the tips, just a little bit shampoo in the roots. And I have really dark, my hair's darker than yours and mm-hmm. I, it does look white, but I do it at night. I brush it really well. And then that kind of brushes it through. Mm-hmm. And so then you lose the whiteness and then I just like throw it up in my bun or whatever I'm going to sleep in. And then the next morning I just have to take it out and brush it out. And usually I use like a, I have one of those blow dryers. That's the round brush. Yeah. You know, and I use that and it takes me like 30 seconds to do it. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Kayla's fabulous. I know she listens to the podcast. That's our shout out to Hi, Kayla. Kayla. Hi Kayla. Love you. Thanks, Thanks for, for teaching, teaching me. Us. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> appreciate the, the tip. We appreciate your expertise. Interesting. Well, I've been, feel like I've been doing it all wrong. But okay, I do use it sometimes. Try technique. Okay. And let us know. Report back. Okay. I will do this. It works well for me. Also, if you were on TikTok, there's a lot of... Oh, my God. <laughs> there's a it. lot of... Just do it, Lauren. TikTok. There, is so, there are so many good videos out there that teach you this stuff. But I, okay. But I feel like I spend so much time doing other shit on my phone that I do not... I feel like it's like doing crack right like or like oh it is it's 100 like, oh, like doing know, crack sure. like you do it once and you're hooked and yes I just don't want to do it yeah it literally sucks hours of your life away okay now so i though have gone away from all the other stuff because you guys know i'm not the most social person so i don't need to spend hours on facebook right. okay so. but where am i gonna watch my dr phil videos or my tiktok tiktok please are on tiktok too yes, yes. Probably right. half the videos you're watching came from from TikTok. TikTok. Probably did because they're all on Facebook. <laughs> Anything on Facebook Reels? I'm an probably old, came. Okay, from oh, TikTok. yeah. I'm an old person on Facebook, so to be clear, you'll be a very old person on TikTok too. Thank you, I appreciate that. Well, you're younger than me, so I feel like I can say that. But like we, oh, we are the Barely. old people on TikTok. Uh, yeah, I'm okay, real sure. old on TikTok. Yeah. Then I don't post on TikTok. I just look. I don't post a either, lurker. but I like to lurk because I learn a lot from it. And I did post. I posted my mantle. 
Like, you know how you did. I you saw that. Did. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. That's all I put. But and I was like, oh, was I know Facebook. how to do this now. Huh, that was huh. on a reel. No, it was. I posted it on Instagram and shared to Facebook, which is what I do with all my pictures for the most part. Oh, but I did hell. post it. I did post it on TikTok. Oh, you did. One of them. Yeah. Oh, Not so, so then you like, have a TikTok. You're doing more TikTok do than us. TikTok. I just don't you like I don't look at it daily. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't either. I can't. Every other day. I can't. I don't even look at it weekly. <laughs> that's usually my friday I night thing i do not use it very much i use it for about 20 minutes every night and then i make myself turn it off but my my sister-in-law is like a legit influencer on tiktok now so i do I sometimes look at she's her fabulous stuff. she is fabulous and she just everything she touches is just gold she's just so talented and creative she's and so like, darn cute is oh the thing God. like she's this adorable person she's like the an adorable prettiest. personality yeah she's just she has so many talents you but follow her then anyways yes if you're into Taylor Swift or um, art <laughs> or just being cute, <laughs> um, yeah, Margot's your go-to girl. Oh, you know, we'll do. We'll post um, a link to her TikTok. Yeah, we can what do that. What is her TikTok? It, okay, so she's so clever. It's IDK underscore I think Margot, like you know from Christmas Vacation. I don't, I don't know, know Margot. Margo. <laughs> oh, that's Margot. You're so good. I know she's brilliant. Okay, so tell us, Amanda, because you have been like on a fashion journey with your girls. Yes, it's it's funny because both my girls are so complete opposites. Emily, when she would go to work, she is very casual. She worked at a shoe store. She worked at Plaza Shoes in Springfield, and she was very casual. But I mean, still, you like look at her and go, God, you actually like really put yourself together. And she's like, No, I didn't. I put my hair in a bun and I'm off to work. And I'm like, No. And it wasn't like a expensive journey for her like jeans and t-shirts but she just made them cute and then they had her own personal sense she of style. totally did have her personal style and then there's cameron god love my daughter <laughs> that girl can roll out of bed and put a pair of sweats on and her hair up and she's gone she's done mm -hmm. she doesn't care she's so carefree when it comes to that she doesn't care what people think about what she looks like now when she dresses up she's super cute but both of the girls discovered sheen Mm -hmm. packages and packages just started getting delivered to my house. And I'm like, what is this? And so when I actually started working in the office with you guys, you know, I didn't have anything like that. And so I did, I went on there and I was like, there's actually affordable. Now it's probably very fast fashion, fast fashion. Yeah, absolutely. Disposable. But it disposable. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But it worked for me and it would get me, you know, going. And then I'd be like, I'm going to go buy some nice ones now. And, and um, I did literally 90% of my wardrobe when I worked in the office was from Sheen. And I loved it. And I thought you were so cute too. And you had like that one blouse. You had one blouse that was white and it had these ruffle With sleeves and little black, black hearts. hearts. On it. Yes. I loved it. Every so time cute. I saw it, I was like, I want that shirt. <laughs> and, and that was from Sheen. And it was just crazy just to go through and see. And then like the girls would be like, Oh, mom, don't wear that. You know, I'd show me like, how's this fit look? And they're no, no, don't wear that, mom. That looks isn't good. They'll shop for clothes, but they go to the jams, which are TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Ross here in Springfield. That's the girls call the jams. It's all. What, what does the jams mean? I don't know. They're just all in that one spot. Is this like Gen Z lingo or just something specific to your girls? Just something that the girls and actually Cameron and her best friend, they're like, mom, we're going to the jams. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Okay, but I love it. I've they never will, heard that. I haven't either. I love it. So I you, also love the jam. You know, now yeah. you will refer to those as the jams, <laughs> but um, they they would shop there all the time and come home with these great finds, and I'm like, oh, 
I can't ever find those things when I go there. And they're big Amazon shoppers as well. Oh. So for teenage girls, they hated shopping oh, in stores, funny. which was funny to me. Yeah. Except for shoes. Emily loved her shoes. Oh, God. That's and, my week. And, oh, and she worked at Plaza Shoes. Mm-hmm. Again, plug for Plaza. They have amazing shoes. <laughs> wow. The amount of shoes that are downstairs in our house is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's so fun, though. Yeah. But like my own personal fashion, I'm like jeans and t-shirts. I'm not Casual. fancy. I, and my husband hates it. He's like, would you, you know, why don't you put something else? Why don't you put on that cute dress you bought? I'm like, mm, not comfortable in that. Uh, excuse me. How often does Cliff put on a cute dress? I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> No, I, sir. I, I right. pay no, some money sir. to see Cliff. Yeah, Cliff in a, a cute dress. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe. You just got pulled into this. But yeah, you know, it's. I'm like, no, I'm just not comfortable in it. And and you know what? Honestly, I should. We should. We should take that little bit of time, you know, more to invest in us. And like you, you're making yourself look cute. It's. I just, I've never done that. I think only if you want to. Right. If right. you want to and you enjoy investing that time in yourself and you yeah. enjoy having that personal sense. But also, you're adorable. You're wearing this, like, purple hoodie. I love it. Like, Oh, my God. It's work clothes. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Well, thank you. I'm comfortable, so... Well, and I, I think that's the thing, right? So if we want to get up and get made up and put makeup on and do our hair and get dressed, that's great, but it, it has to be for us. Right. Or if we want to go out in public in... I don't do pajama bottoms in public. That's no. something I can't do. I see, no. I see the like the flannels. I can't But either. like sweatpants no. or, you know, track pants in public. Do it. Like whatever. And do one thing one day and something else the next day. Change it's it whatever, up. Whatever you're comfortable right. in. I love a good tailored blazer and a nice pair of slacks. Like I love like that corporate girly look. But I also am in the pajama pants like the second I walk in the door mm-hmm. and, you I'm the first one to be like, okay, we're going to go out to dinner, but do I have to put on makeup? Do I have to do my hair? Do I have, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm the person who's like, ah, I'm going to go out looking like a mess because it's what I'm comfortable in. Right. And I think that's okay. Everybody can wear whatever they want. Yeah. I think for a long time, I did not really care what I look like. And I think part of it was my clothes, just like having what I had, but not really loving what I had. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly renting has made me getting dressed a lot more fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, plus you want to wear the things that you're paying yeah. to rent <laughs> um, before you send them back. But I, I definitely think that you know, like Matt will say, oh, like you look so nice today. Just do it. You know, I don't have anything on my plate. I just felt like getting dressed mm-hmm. and living, looking put together for, for once. <laughs> and I, I feel like that happens more and more now. And I don't know if it's a conscious effort to put more energy into myself. I mean, Matt always tells me I need to take care of myself. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I need to take that five minutes to put my makeup on because it doesn't take long yeah. um, or to do my hair. But I definitely, I, I feel like I have more fun with my fashion now yeah. than I did for a long time. And I feel like, you know, taking that five, 10 minutes in the morning to do your hair, do your makeup, pick out a cute outfit. I just feel like it sets me up for the rest of the day. Yes. Yeah. So even if I am maybe working from home that day and I'm not going to see anybody, like I don't have any on-camera meetings, I don't have anything. It'd be so easy to just work in sweatpants and scrape my hair back. And I find myself still getting up early and taking that time to kind of get ready for the day just because I feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel more confident. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm more productive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about like wearing the sweatpants that makes me want to crawl back into bed or go yes. read a book. Yeah. You know, I worked from home Monday because it was so cold and Jacob was home and I got up like my normal time 
I showered, I got everything and got dressed and Cameron comes upstairs and she goes, are you going somewhere? I was like, no, I'm just working from home, but I just kind of wanted to get myself together. Whereas the d- Friday before that, I literally had my pajama pants on and I just felt terrible. It, I did had no motivation. Yeah. And so I think that's why I was like, consciously, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and make myself feel better. And I did. And I got more work done and I felt better. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, not that I can't totally take a nap, like wearing jeans and a bra. I have no issues with that. I can take <laughs> right? a nap just about anywhere at any time. Um, I'm a sleepy person. <laughs> but, but I definitely think that when you are wearing like your cozy clothes, it's so easy to just be sitting on the couch and just kind of plop over and yes. fall asleep yep. and be yeah. take, like a two or three hour nap. Oh, just me that takes an hour nap. <laughs> no, no, I'm right there with yeah, you. Okay. I am a professional sleeper like I can do it I can sleep so anywhere bad. any long length of time like I can sleep I get home from work if I sit down on the couch I'm out yeah I have to I have to stay busy because as soon as my butt hits that couch mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out I'm out I felt that way when I was in the office too a lot of times I would go home and I think my my brain hurt more than my body. I mean, yeah. my body just sat in a chair all day for the most part, but my brain was so fried that I would fall asleep and Matt would come home and he'd be like, okay, are you going to wake up and cook dinner? Or like, are you down for the night? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting, right? I mean, that's something that I think people don't think about. You know, people always wonder, why don't we have any energy? Why, why are we always all so tired? You know, we don't think about just how much energy it takes, just the mental stimulation to leave the house every day, go to work, interact with all these people, run all the errands, mm-hmm. get the kids everywhere they have to mm-hmm. be. Oh my gosh, you guys, my sister is going out of town and she left my mom a schedule. There are so many places these three kids have to be. Right. There's like seven or eight things in a day that you got to get done. I was looking at one one day. She has like four things before 830 a.m. that she has to do for these kids. And I was like, but still, like, it's a lot. And there's a schedule she's got to keep to. Now. I know your mother will see, will keep to that schedule. Oh, she will. 100%. And, and the kids will totally help her because they all know, right? It's because yeah. they all have so many activities. Every kid's in like three or four different activities. And so it's pick kid one up and drop them off here and then go get the other one and take them somewhere else and do something with that third kid while you're doing that. And it's just, it's hard. It's exhausting. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's so I feel like I'm a little bit low energy tonight and probably because that's the type of day I had where mm. I'm looking at my calendar and I had a whole bunch of things on the calendar. I had a facial, which is an awesome thing that I love to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I had that on there and then I had to take Helen for a med check because Helen is my my five year old daughter that we're trying to she's got some behavioral issues we're trying to work through. And um so I was supposed to take her for a med check and then I had this on there. And that's on top of like normal, just take kids to school. They go at three different times. So um, we have three different start times for the four kids. And then we woke up and Helen had been up half the night. So just made the decision not to take her to school today. So she stayed home with me. So it was like, okay, we're already getting off on the wrong foot. Mm -hmm. And then I had, I got the kids ready, getting ready to go out the door to get, take the youngest two to daycare at nine or their, you know, their part-time preschool program. And my baby, my one, almost one-year-old has a blowout. So then it's like, okay, oh, well, wait, now we got to pick a different outfit and change her. And so it, it's just that mental, like, not the mental only, load, not only yeah, having the schedule for the day, but having to adapt throughout the day. Cause then yes. I found out, okay, well now my husband can't leave the office. He has a meeting he has to be at. So now he can't leave the office. So I have to reschedule my facial, which I hate Aww. doing because I, my esthetician, Ashley, she is 
a doll and I try really hard to support her small business and not reschedule on her. Um, but I had to reschedule at the last minute, which I, I don't do a whole lot, but just one of those things Matt was like, I, there's no way I can pick up the kids at one. So then that, and then I had to cancel Holland's med check or like reschedule it. Cause he wasn't going to be able to watch the kids. It was just one thing after another. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm brain fried. Like I just need a good night's sleep and to start tomorrow. <laughs> it's overwhelming. What do you do when you get to that point? A good night's sleep, mm-hmm. honestly, is what works best for me. Yep. Some down, like some downtime, downtime some yeah. vegging, watching like Parks and Rec or one of my favorite, like go to happy shows. How do you make that happen though with four kids? Thankfully at our house, we have a very strict bedtime. So our kids oh. go to bed at seven and we've gotten a, well, all but Goldie, my infant, because she's an infant. So the, um, the two middle kids and Collier, if we have him, if it, if he's not at his dad's house, they go to bed at seven and Matt is like super strict about it. And he is the one that puts them to bed now. So he kind of has this routine with them. And then I usually just have Goldie and I'm holding her and I give her maybe a bottle. Sometimes she falls asleep. Sometimes she's up for another hour or so. Um, but she's, you know, she's easy at that point because she just wants to be held or be bop around. But then after that, we have our veg time. And when the kids were going to bed later, like it, we did not feel like we had oh no, no. our time. There's no time to do housework, like do the dishes for the night. There's no time to watch TV. There, I mean, if we were, we were up so late. Mm-hmm. And so putting them to bed earlier, which we need because of Helen's behavioral issues, we've that we have found that she has to have a really like a long block of sleep at night. Um, so we we started the earlier bedtime and. Springfield Public Schools also start at 7.20. Elementary schools, or ours does, Mm -hmm. which is super early. Um, Helen goes later, but Collier has to start at that time. So anyways, we moved up to the 7 o'clock bedtime. I never thought we could do it, but we did. And it's made a huge difference in giving us a little bit of space in the evening to Mm -hmm. breathe without kids. That's so good. I don't have a good transition out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about your fashion. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas present. Yeah. Oh, my Christmas present. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I, for the last several months, it probably started about six months ago. My sister found an article in some silly magazine that we were looking at. And she and my mom and I were all trying to look and see what color season we were. So have you guys heard of this? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Cool. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, your color season is basically there's lots of different brands that do it um, and lots of different companies. So everyone has kind of a different system, but most of them break them up into the four seasons. So, you know, like warm pastels would be like a spring or, you know, cool pastels or summer, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, And then there's autumn and winter colors. And so you kind of identify what your skin tone is and what colors look best on you. And then the idea is that if you're wearing your colors that are in your season and the colors that look best on you, you look brighter, you look more well-rested. So on those nights, Lauren, that you don't get a lot of rest, if you're wearing (laughs) the colors in your palette, you look better and then you feel a lot more confident, right? Mm -hmm. And so I really struggle being a shorter, larger girl. I struggle a lot with, you know, I want to be that like corporate girly aesthetic, but that's really made for these like five, six, five, seven hundred pound women, right? Who just have this like corporate look about them. And I don't feel like anyone looks at Jordan and is like, she's executive material, right? And so (laughs) I just struggle with that a little bit, trying to find, well, how do I find that professionalism or find those clothes that make me feel confident in these big, scary meetings that I sometimes go to? And so I'd been trying to figure out, okay, well, if I could identify my colors that I look 
bested and I'd feel even more confident. So I'd been trying to do it on TikTok, of course. And I just couldn't quite figure it out. I was like, I don't know. I definitely, definitely think I'm cool tones. So I think I'm supposed to wear silver and not gold. But I couldn't quite figure out from there what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So... I finally found House of Color because I was also trying to find a color consultant because all these people were like, oh, I'll do it. And so there are people that will do it online. But then there's a bunch of people that say you shouldn't do it online because it's hard to tell like what kind of lighting you're in when you do it online. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And mm-hmm. so it can change the outcome. And so I was like, okay, then I'd like to do it in person. And so I was trying to kind of find somebody, but I couldn't find anybody in our area in Springfield that does it. So if there's somebody out there, let me know. Um, I'll do a follow-up with you and you can tell me if my color's right. But I couldn't find anybody in Springfield that did it. So I found House of Color in Kansas City. And they have, they're like a whole color system, like a franchise. So they're like all over the country. And so I was looking at their videos on TikTok. And so Thor's watching all of this happen, right? And he's like, okay. So he's the best husband in the world. And he buys me the in-person consultation and Kansas City with House of Color for Christmas. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I know. It was that's so, nice. so good. Great gift. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. He's he a good won, gift, gift. He won Christmas, didn't he? He did win Christmas. <laughs> he, he's good. He's he's so good. I got him a phone, a cell phone he wanted. So I felt like that was a good gift, too. Well, yeah, that's it what is. he wanted. So. What he did for me was much more thoughtful. So I, I thought, okay, he won. That's fine. <laughs> that meant he, lis- he listens to you. He does. And he, he picks up on what I'm saying. Yeah. So we went up there, and I had a two-hour appointment. Wow. Yeah. And so um, it was in this woman's home. So that was a little bit scary because you're like, okay. Also, she lives in Belton, Missouri. So we're just driving out in the country. And I'm like, hopefully I'm not like going to be slaughtered. But then I was like, I mean, my husband is 6'3 and like a big guy. Like like he's. I feel like I would Probably not be scared be going me. anywhere if Thor was by my side. No. Like he's Except, a built-in bodyguard. Here's what happened. He pulls up to the house and he goes, okay, I'm waiting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> For two hours? For two hours? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did he really wait in the car? Yeah, of did course he, he did. Oh. Did he take a nap? Because I would have taken a nap. <laughs> Maybe. I have no idea what he did. He just was not going into that lady's house. You know, it was just like, like oh, good luck to you. <laughs> But no, okay, her name is Lori with House of Color in Kansas City. We'll post her information on um, Facebook because she was amazing. She was so kind. I never felt uncomfortable with her. She just did so much to um, help me relax and go with it. And I also thought she'd be like, she'd look at me or maybe put a couple of colors against my skin and be like, okay, this is what you are. No, it was a whole two hour process. Wow. So I sat in a chair in front of a window with lots of natural light coming in. She had the overhead lights off and then lots of natural light coming in. And then there's this big mirror in front of me. And we did it kind of together. Like she put a drape up. She put a white smock over my shirt. So whatever color I was wearing wasn't showing. And then she held up all these different colors. And some were warm, some were cool. And we picked up immediately that the warm shades really kind of made my um, dark circles under my eyes even more prominent. And the cooler shades made my eyes look brighter. Okay. So immediately it was like, okay, your cool tone, which means more silver, less gold. Now, the first time I told Lauren about this, her reaction was, oh, but that's so limiting. It is limiting. Like, I'll give you that. It is a little bit limiting because now I really only want to wear silver jewelry. But Lauren, after somebody holds it up to your skin and is like, see how the gold just makes your skin look so tired and a little inexpensive. (laughs) You're like... No, thank you. All of a sudden, you don't really want to wear it anymore. Right? Can, I, can I trade out this wedding ring? I need, I need a white. Gold. Thankfully, I have white gold rings, so I'm good. I'm good to go. 
So, yeah, so it was really easy to get rid of stuff after this appointment because, yeah, all of a sudden you were like, oh, none of that looks good, so don't want to wear it anymore. But she also did a really good job of, like, look how the silver makes you look so bright and refreshed and awake. And so then all of a sudden you feel really confident wearing the silver. Mm -hmm. So I learned so much in this two-hour appointment. So she was doing the drapes, so cool tones in the House of Color system anyway. I think all the systems are a little bit different, so I don't want to speak for all of them, but in the House of Color system she did um multiple swatches and so it was like every color and there's like a 32 or 36 colors in your season and so she was doing all of them she did all of them for summer and all of them for winter and we're going back and forth and couldn't decide what I was and I asked her I was like is it always this hard and she's like no sometimes it's really easy she's like you're just a more difficult one and I was like okay that sounds right (laughs) sounds like me (laughs) sounds like me (laughs) so she did um she ended up going with winter because the summer are a little more muted colors like cooler muted colors and they made my skin look really creamy, which I was really liking. And I was like, I'm seeing that. But the winter colors are really bright and vivid. They're like those bright jewel tones, like emerald green, royal blue, um, shocking bright pink. She put those against my skin and my eyes lit up. And I just like, like my jowls went away. Like it was like, it was like a pretty amazing difference whenever you compared it to some of the summer tones. And so we were like, okay. So the thing about winters is, they need contrast, like high contrast to make them look good. And so it's those really bright colors that contrast against my like ghostly skin, right? <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's it. And it's okay because you just got to know what you have and then work with it, right? Right. And so I have super pale skin, dark hair, dark eyebrows, you know, and so I need that contrasting color to like brighten me up. And so then I ended up also being, so each season has like sub-seasons. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up being a jewel winter, which okay. is the brightest colors in the winter palette. And that just sounds lovely. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the bright greens and the blues and pinks and yeah, all of that stuff. So, and then I learned things that I didn't even know I was going to learn. I learned things like uh, my neutrals. So I've always known I looked good in black. And so black is in the winter palette, but I learned I actually look better in navy than in black. Interesting. It's just a little less harsh against my skin and I just look brighter. Huh. I would not have thought. I didn't. I had no idea. Interesting. And I learned like I shouldn't wear khaki or anything brown at all. Okay. Um, I should go towards like slate gray or light grays for those neutrals. We went through my makeup and I learned all the colors of makeup I should wear. It was amazing. Wow. You got the whole. I did. The whole whole nine yards, man. That's awesome. I really did. So I left that appointment, a two hour appointment. I left it feeling so confident and like I had so much information and I knew what colors looked good on me. I knew what colors to avoid. And I knew why to avoid them. I just feel so much better. Like, I feel like I have the knowledge to go out and build a wardrobe now that makes me feel good about myself. So it's a little bit expensive. The color analysis I did with Lori from House of Color in Kansas City was $360 for the two-hour personal session. But you get it for the rest of your life. Right. So even as your hair grays or if you change hair tones or get tanned or lose tans, it's really about your undertones and how they compare with your, like, can contrast with your features. So your season does not change. Well, and didn't you mention, I don't know that you've said it yet on the podcast, but didn't you mention that she also gave you advice on, like, what you should do with your hair as far as, like, highlighting? Yeah. Um, she did. Yeah, I learned that my hair is exactly the wrong color. <laughs> oh. 
I have oh. a fabulous hairstylist. Her name is Cassie from Lux Salon, and I recommend her to anybody looking for a good hairstylist in Springfield. But Cassie was also really excited for this appointment because I'm a little bit of a hair chameleon anyway. Like every time I go in, I'm like, let's try something different. Let's try something new. And so she was like, I'm so excited to see what you come back with. And so I see her, I think, in two weeks for my first appointment since this. And so I'm really excited to go back and be like, Cassie, we did everything wrong last time. (laughs) So we put all this warmth in my hair. And so I have like warm golden tones in my hair right now. And really as a winter, I need to stay away from the warm stuff. And so I need more like ashy tones or... They say natural is best. They kept saying, like, God doesn't get it wrong. Natural is best. And I'm like, yeah, well, my natural is kind of boring, though. Mm -hmm. But, like, the ashier highlights are better than, like, the warm-toned highlights for me. Interesting. Yeah. I know. I'm really excited. So it was a little pricey, but I think it was so worth it because you just learn so much. So then they have a second class that I would love to go take, and it's a personal style class. So in that class, they talk all about, like, what your body shape is, Um, how you carry your weight, how you carry your personality and how that like comes out through you and what kind of personality you want to show the world kind of thing. And then they help you find like your body archetype and your personality archetype and then help you figure out how to dress according to that so that you're dressing in a way that complements your body but displays like the personality you want to the world. I don't know. It sounds really fun. I don't know a lot about it, but I'm going to go do it and then we'll have to do like a follow Follow up up. yeah Yeah. and i'll tell you guys all about it yeah i would love to see the follow hear the follow-up that'd be great is this a house of color specific class this one is yeah that they offer Mm -hmm. and it's the same gal and belton that you would go see and lori yeah lori with house of color it is the same one but i'm sure there are others like i know there are others like this Mm -hmm. so i don't know that you have to go through that but my experience with house of color has been amazing i've loved it and when you said that they did the makeup Did they go through your makeup bag or did they have their own line of makeup? So they have their own line of makeup. I really wanted them to go through my makeup bag. I didn't take it in and ask her. I mean, she may have done it if I would have, but I wasn't quite that brazen (laughs) because I knew, I figured out that, you know, they have their own line of makeup. So, you know, you pay the 360 to do the personal style session, but then I also spent like $140 on the makeup. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so they really want you to buy that makeup. Mm -hmm. And so she puts the house of color makeup on you and you go through and you get to talk about like... I learned my foundation that I've been wearing is maybe a shade too warm. Interesting. So I need to go a little more cool um, and kind of lean into that porcelain glass thing that just is there, whether I like it or not. Right. And I learned that like the bolder lip looks better on me than like a soft pink neutral, Mm -hmm. which I had gotten into a bad habit of just wearing a really neutral lip color. Mm -hmm. And I learned that like the bolder colors actually make me look a lot better. The neutral ones made bring me look out that hooker red, right? I could see that. That's right. The hooker red. I work today. It's still on. I can't even remember. <laughs> I but I think it's mostly faded now. I, but I, good for you because I refuse to even wear lip color. I think it all looks bad on me. All of it. Well, you should do your color analysis and find I know. out. I, hey, Matt, if you're listening, <laughs> my birthday's next month. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's cool. That's too cool. Yeah. I love that. And like you said, you'll have that knowledge forever. I have not talk to anyone like specifically that's gone to their appointment about their appointment it's something I've heard about for a long time but I also don't do TikTok yet maybe one of these days so um I will I but now it kind of makes me want to go look at these TikTok videos and see other people get oh yeah if you type in color analysis or house of color into TikTok there's a lot of TikTok, TikTok people out there just doing different videos on their experience with color analysis. And there's a lot of, I'm going to call them consultants, consultants. style consultants, Love it. talking about <laughs> the color analysis. 
And yeah, you can learn a ton. So I feel like I've learned even more since doing my two-hour session just from watching the TikTok videos. And then did you come home and were you like, I'm going to con Mari this closet and this does not bring yep. me joy. This does not bring me joy. <laughs> you know me so well. I sure did. Awesome. Yeah. So I went through the closet because then at that point it was like, oh, this is clearly a spring color or this is an autumn color. And I was actually really surprised at how little of my closet was not already in the winter mm-hmm. season. So subconsciously I'd already figured out like what looked good. So I had like maybe... 10 articles of clothing that I got rid of. Like it was not that much, Mm -hmm. but my shoes, my scarves, my jewelry, my makeup, so many accessories that just were not in my color season. Mm -hmm. And it's also one of the things where I got rid of it. I probably got rid of almost half of it. Oh my gosh. But I still have so much in my closet. I still have like a full compliment of accessories because I have like an entire room dedicated to my accessories you have more accessories than any person I know for yeah. sure yep possibly although no that's actually not true because I have seen some amazing closets on TikTok uh, yeah I yeah and I maybe if too. I was doing TikTok I would see these closets oh. yeah okay well we're gonna get you on TikTok and you're gonna see them because I, think I have one but I just don't there are some like amazing closets full of amazing things. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I do have a lot of accessories. So I got rid of like almost half of them, got rid of all the golds, all the browns, brown boots I got rid of. I mean, all of that stuff. Now, there were some things, you know, there's no law saying you have to get rid of your right. stuff, right? So there were a few things. I had some Chloe and Isabel jewelry that <laughs> used to be a brand that Lauren sold that was amazing. I loved their jewelry. I felt like it was really good quality and it was like heavy and just... I liked the way it sat on my neck. So I had some of their gold jewelry that I was not going to part with. Um, so some of it I kept because I just really liked the pieces or I just liked the way it looked on me. But for the most part, I just did a clean sweep. And if it wasn't in my season, it was gone. Wow. But now I feel so much more confident mm-hmm. in what I'm wearing. And without really knowing it, I almost built myself like a capsule wardrobe where almost all of it matches. Right. Wow. That make it all blends and goes together and harmonizes. And so now I can make so many more outfits because I feel like I have less just noise and clutter, Mm -hmm. you know, in my closet. So I can just see how to put outfits together. So even though I got rid of stuff, I feel like I have massively expanded my wardrobe. Interesting. Cool. Mm -hmm. What a great gift and just a great thing to go through. I'm really intrigued now. I really, this is something I want to do. Yeah, I'm really glad. I'm really glad I did it. And I'm really grateful that like I had such a good hubby that, because I don't know if I ever would have spent the money on it for myself. Well, I mean, I can watch those TikTok videos that you guys are talking about, but I know that I, I would not be able to figure myself out. I don't even know my face shape. You know, like you do the hairstyles with face shape or whatever. And I'm like, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I don't know what shape my face is. Is that an oval or a heart? I have to have somebody else tell me. And so that's really what it came down to is just having somebody objectively telling you that doesn't Mm -hmm. know your personality, doesn't know who you are, just looks at you and says, this is what looks good on you. And this is what looks bad on you. It was really nice. Okay, so the other thing I learned in this color analysis was every season has their own formula to building a good outfit. Okay. And I was got a little nervous whenever she said I might be a summer because she's like, their season is five points of color. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but that sounds really hard. It sounds like mathy. It did. But then whenever she said it was winter, she's like, okay, your formula is a dark, a light, and a bright. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can do that. So you think about like a dark slack, a light sweater, and a bright lipstick. 
Okay. Like that is kind of the formula. But I'm still working on it because I feel like I don't really get it yet. Like it sounds easier than it is in practice. So that's the part. I've thrown out all the clothes, but that's the part that I'm still working towards. So if you wear like a black sweater and black pants and you wear a a hot pink lip, say, or a red lip, so that's your Mm -hmm. bright, what do you do for your white? Well, it's light. Light. Oh, my bad. I don't know, like maybe like a light belt or a light shoe. shoe. Okay. So it's not or a light blazer. You're not limited to three things. Like you can have no. multiples of your Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just in your palette. It's light, dark, and bright combined. It's like your wedding. Like something old, yeah. something new, something borrowed, <laughs> something blue. Like but you have to you do it. Hit all the, you gotta hit all, all of them. them all. Okay. And with every outfit, and it becomes hard because now I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how does that work in my wardrobe? And I have so much black. Right. And navy already in my wardrobe. And I feel like I have a lot of brights, too, because I have a lot of bright greens and pinks and blues. It's the lights. I don't have a lot of light. Yeah, I don't think – I can't recall you wearing a lot of lights. I'm not a super light, bubbly person. So, like – You're bubbly. You're very bubbly. But – I don't wear a lot of light. So, I'm going to have to work on, like, building that part of my wardrobe up now. But you can focus on that. Yeah. That gives you, like, very clear marching Mm -hmm. order. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so much more confident now in what I need to add to my – capsule wardrobe what i need to work on building up yeah i feel like i have a good plan this is this is something that all i say women i mean i guess men men, can do it too no men can absolutely do it especially if you have like a job where you want when you a sales job where you are in front of clients a lot or yeah or if you're in a boardroom a lot i mean yeah anyone can do it so I recommend it. I think it's worth it. I think it's given me a huge confidence boost that I needed at a time in my life when I feel like I needed a confidence boost. So I recommend it for everybody. I say it's worth the cost. Okay. Because you get it forever. Right. You're not going to Even as trends change. Right. You get it Colors are never going to change. Your trends will change. But you just change with the trends that keep the colors. Right. And you'll never waste money on something that will not look good on you, at least color-wise. Yeah, you're, as long as you stick to your right colors and you get a swatch. I'll have to show it to you guys. You get like a palette with your color swatches in it. Oh. So you can take it with you when you shop and hold it up and say, okay, does this color I'm buying harmonize with my season? Okay. It's a whole thing. That's very. So you don't go over to that bright ass yellow shirt and go, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. No. Oh. No. Don't put that don't on. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's what, no so good. What is bright yellow in? What are like that, yellow, orange? Is that well, a summer? You know? I don't necessarily know the other seasons super well. I know like an orange would probably be an autumn. Okay. Autumn's exactly what you think it is. Like the oranges, the browns, the um, earthy tones. And then like the bright colors are spring lots of times. Like I don't know. I don't know what the other seasons are. That's why everybody has to go get it done. The other good reason to go get it done, because you can do it online and figure out kind of what season you are. Maybe if you are like a clear cut season, you might be able to figure it out on your own. Lori went through every single color. In my season, and I can't remember if it's 32 or 36, but however many colors there are, she went through all of them. And she told me like a scale of like one to four kind of thing, mm-hmm. which ones looked best on me. Okay. So now I know every, and that's how I found out that navy actually looks better than black. Interesting. And so now I know what my wow colors are. And my wow colors all ended up being the brightest colors, the most vivid colors. Is wow colors like a trademarked saying through House of Color? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> It's what she called them. If she called them wow colors, these are your wow colors. So probably, yeah. So what are your wow colors? Like the bright pink and the green? Shocking pink, emerald green, navy, indigo, the bright royal blue, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think another kind of pink color. I can see. Yeah, I can see all those looking good on you. Yeah, I think every woman deserves this. Well, with all this fashion discussion, how do you guys store your clothes? Do you? <laughs> That's so hard. Do you hang it or do you fold it? Do you color coordinate them? Okay. M- mine's a hot mess. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I have a theory on this, and I call it my wooden hanger theory. Okay. I think wooden hangers are so pretty compared to like the plastic or the um, wire hangers. And so my wooden hanger theory is if your storage is prettier and more appeasing to you, you're more likely to stick with it. So I have invested over the years in wooden hangers. Like every Christmas I ask my mom for a box. You know, I've got one for my birthday every year. You know, like these wooden hangers because they're a little more pricey than I maybe mm-hmm, want to spend mm-hmm, on a hanger. Mm-hmm. But it really helps me. So instead of just clothes being thrown in the laundry room and never hung up or anything, I feel like it's so aesthetically pleasing for me that I'm more willing to take the time to put my clothes away properly and like find a home for them because it's pretty. Okay. Um, well, if I have clean clothes, <laughs> because I can tell you that I always wash the kids' clothes before oh, buying yeah. for whatever reason. Um, if I have clean clothes that are not folded in a laundry basket on my floor. Um, I have a mix of my closet. We have a a nice walk-in closet. Matt has one side. I have the other side. My side is full. I mean, I I need to go through my clothes so badly, but it is, I I saw my maternity, like the few maternity things I did buy. There's so much stuff in there. I just haven't gone through it. And then I also have two dressers. (laughs) I do too. I have a big dresser and a like a little we tiny actually dresser. Have three dressers. We have three total. And then I have like a little lingerie type dresser that has like my bathing suits and stuff in it in my accessory room. Okay, so that's one of my dressers is pretty. My mo- my grandma actually used it as a nightstand in her room, but it's oh. wider than a nightstand. And I have my bathing suits in one drawer and like my my workout clothes, which is funny because I don't work out, but it's, <laughs> it's really more like my bike riding, like my cycling clothes. Yeah, I have like my. My like slips, like the few slips that I have, mm-hmm. my swimsuits, and then I have like the clothes that I paint in. You know, like everyone needs oh, like yeah. the clothes that they wear when they go paint the bedroom. Yeah, right. Like the, yeah. Every three years, I have all of those in like the little. I think it's called a lingerie dresser. I think that's or a lingerie chest. I think that's what you call like those little ones. Okay, I could be wrong. The internet will tell us. <laughs> I feel like that's what those are called. But then we have two of like the big long waist height chests of drawers with uh-huh. like the six really big drawers in each one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so 11 of those 12 drawers are mine <laughs> thor does have a drawer so don't let him tell you he has no space because he has an entire drawer in that dresser and he has one. the whole other one. dresser then we've got this like oak dresser that's like a tall stand like it's taller than me that like i had when i was a kid mm-hmm. that somehow i still have i don't know why it doesn't match anything so it's like shoved in the closet corner but that's his, too. So that's full of his clothes, too. So he'll try to say, in fact, he has said on the It's All Fish and Chips podcast that he does with his friends, he's tried to say before that he has no room in the closet. And that is bullshit. He <laughs> does have plenty of <laughs> He does. And he has half the clothing bar. He does. It's a 50-50 split. The other closet is just my accessory room, and he's not allowed in there. That, that doesn't count. That doesn't, doesn't count. count, because we don't no. have clothes in there. No. Yeah. And he doesn't have any accessories. What, like some belts? Yeah, I don't know where he keeps those because they're not allowed in my closet. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't know. Where, he does have those. I don't know where and he keeps In his half them. of the other closet. Yeah. Yeah. We have a walk-in closet. It's a small one. 
But in the back of it, like if you walk in it, there's a shelf that was built in. Mm-hmm. And it, it honestly looks like a bookshelf that was built in. And so I have those cubes oh, yeah, nice. that I've put in those. We have, we each have two. One has like my bathing suits in it. The other one has like my underwear and stuff in it. And then Cliff is the same way. He's got bathing suits in one. I don't know what's in the other one. Maybe I took that one over too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then like t-shirts I have folded on there some. And then our pants and shorts. Mm-hmm. But then we have, I hang all of our shirts. I prefer to hang my stuff than yeah. fold it because I just feel like it looks nicer and I feel like I can see it. It's easier. easier to find. One thing I did do recently, I bought those little cubes, you know, like the, um, like the panty organizers where mm-hmm. it's like the little honeycomb thing, yeah. yes. like a pair of pants yeah, yeah, yeah. each one and a pair of socks in each one, you know, uh-huh. I bought those recently and I feel like that's actually helped keep me way more organized. Really? Oh yeah. Because like you just, like each one goes in a little hole and I don't even have to worry about folding them or anything, you know, it just kind of gets stuffed down in a little hole, but it looks really nice. Yeah. Right. And it looks good. And I can kind of organize them like the dark ones, the light ones, you know, do you guys organize your stuff by color? No. Um, I, Not at, did, all? at one point in time I did. Mm-mm. My stuff's all organized out of hand by color and it's organized by season. My kids are when I hang their clothes. Um, yeah. Cause they all, well, the boys, I guess they all have dressers and they have closets that we hang stuff in. But yeah, I hang their stuff in their closets by color. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you're a typical mom who puts the kids way ahead of you. Oh, yeah. And you get like the leftover scraps. Of well, time. and their clothes I routinely go through. Yeah. So if it does, if I'm folding clothes and it doesn't fit them anymore, then I like throw it in a pile. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a six mm-hmm. month size and now Goldie is at almost one is in nine month sizes because she's tiny getting there Goldie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's growing. Um, then I just kind of throw them in a pile and then put them in a trash bag and we talked last week about how that never makes it to the donate pile but it will someday <laughs> um but then they don't have stuff in their closets that that doesn't fit whereas me i have lots of stuff in my closet that i don't know if i wouldn't maybe doesn't fit the best uh-huh, uh-huh. or i just have no need for and i just haven't purged because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm never it's not like i'm wearing it and I, you just don't grow as fast <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe you grow differently <laughs> when yeah. you're in your 30s now cliff stuff i try to organize on his side, like he's got jackets and flannels and then long sleeve shirts and then short sleeve shirts. I try to keep it that way, but that way it's easy for him to reach in and grab like a t-shirt for him to, you know, as an yep. undershirt for work. Yeah. But me, no, there's just no rhyme or reason to mine. I put it on a hanger and hang it. Interesting. And then I stress myself out in the morning because I can't find what I need. Have you ever tried that thing where you do different colored hangers and like you might start with all white hangers and then as you wear things, you put a different color hanger on? You put them on a different color hanger, and then at like the end of a year, you can look and see, okay, what clothes are still white? Those are the clothes I never gotcha. wore. Yeah. No. Chris, so Christy, our friend Christy, told me about this. Oh, really? Does yeah. Christy do that? Yeah. So it's she hangs them. You take all of your clothes, and you hang them backwards, and you're like... Oh, yeah. There you go. Then you oh, have to yeah, buy extra then, yeah. hangers. Right. And then you and flip then you, them. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, as you put them away, you... As, after you've worn them and you wash them, when you put them away, you put... You turn the hanger around and put it the right way. And then you can see what's still. And then it would become really easy to clean out your closet. Oh, yeah. I did this with Thor when I was moving to the wooden hangers. I was like, I don't think he wears any of this crap. So I put all of his clothes in the plastic hangers while I was putting my clothes in the nice wooden hangers. And started just putting his clothes in the wooden hangers as it came through the laundry. Uh-huh. Half the stuff in that yeah. closet is still, still in plastic. Still on plastic hangers. Yeah, because he doesn't wear it. But if you try to get rid of it, it'll be, no, I'm going to wear that. I, that's one of my favorite shirts. Well, it's been like five years at this <laughs> point, but okay, sure. 
it's that weird stuff that you wear, like your Christmas sweatshirts. Yeah. You wear once a year or a Halloween costume. You know what I did this year? What? I took, because I have a lot of ugly Christmas sweaters and just festive stuff because I'm silly like that. You're festive. I took it all out of the closet because I was trying to find like shoving it into back drawers and stuff throughout mm-hmm. the year, but it just gets in the way. And then I feel like it becomes clutter and we all know how I feel about cl- uh-huh. clutter. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this year I took it all out when I put down the, took down the Christmas stuff and I packed it away with the Christmas, Christmas stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's really smart. That I do that good. with books, with the kids books. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's mm-hmm. smart. That's I good. pack like they're all their Christmas books. Um, and we, and then when you bring it out, it's like they have brand new books. Right. Yeah. Right. It, we have books coming out our ears. We have so many books, but like I need to get out the Valentine's books, which we only have a handful of those. So I have a lot of Easter books for some reason, Easter, Halloween and so Christmas, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I have a special basket that I keep on the fireplace that the seasonal books go in. Oh, that's, that's a fun way to like make reading a treat. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much reading gets done. My kids all do. They love to read and they love books, but they end up just kind of hauled around the house and everywhere. And in a perfect world, yes, they would just read those and put them back. And that's just not our life. Yeah. We're a hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess. Of the <laughs> hot mess yep. <laughs> oh, speaking of a hot mess. <laughs> What's that sound, lady? Hot mess express coming to the station. Okay, I love this one. This week's Hot Mess Express is a fun one. It is an AP story that was published on HuffPost back in September. And the headline reads, Officials find Michigan woman trapped inside toilet over one stinking gadget. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, read it to us, Amanda. Gosh. Um, a woman was rescued from an outhouse toilet in northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple Watch and became trapped. The woman, whose name was not released, lowered herself inside the toilet after dropping the watch at the Department of Natural Resources boat launch in Dixon Lake in Otsego I'm going to mess that up. Otsego County's Bagley Township. Township. State police said in a release. Uh, first responders were called when the woman was heard yelling for help. <laughs> the toilet was removed and a strap was used to haul the woman out. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. It keeps going. Uh, um, state police said in a release, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside <laughs> the containment area. Singer- serious injury may occur. I, I just, I don't, I don't, there's so many questions about this one. <laughs> but uh, the police did, did not say if the woman was injured or if she recovered her watch. I have so oh, many God. questions. First of all, so an outhouse toilet. So here in Springfield, I feel like the only thing I have really truly experienced are like the porta potty things that, you know, they put out at like races or on construction mm-hmm, sites. Mm-hmm. Are we saying this outhouse toilet? It's got to be bigger. Like, I feel like it has to be bigger than a porta potty. Because how do you get stuck, stuck in a porta potty? So I think it's based on it being at a, at a lake, boat, a boat, a boat launch. launch. It's probably like what we have in the parks here Uh where it's like dug into the ground, like the actual, it it goes, it's below ground level. So like there's like a stool, but it's like. Because we all know how much camping Jordan does. Someone's going to have to tell me what this is. I think that's what it is. Because like when we go to the rivers and we go floating and stuff, there's one that in particular that I'm kind of scared to use because 
That's literally oh, what it is. Oh, they're all nasty. It's like a giant, it's just a stool and it's got a toilet seat on it. And if you look down it, there's like no bottom. Like it goes. So it's and something that they've like dug out. Big deep hole in the ground. Yeah. Just full of shit. Full of shit. Full yeah. of human re- species. <laughs> and other things. And other things. And an, a- a- an Apple Watch, apparently. Okay, I know Apple Watches are pricey, but it cannot be that. It cannot be worth it. No. There, well, there have to be other ways. So I'm thinking. Then climbing inside right, of it. Like, yeah. Go get yourself sure. one of those grabbers that old people use and like. You know, but if it was that if it was that deep and she was stuck in there, well, that's true. That grabber's not going to get pretty damn deep for. Oh my god, I this just, is gross. I mean, this is disgusting. Yeah, there's just no other words for it. It's foul. And this is definitely the grossest story we've had. Yeah, so for sure, no matter how bad of a week you've had or how big of a hot mess you feel like you were this week, <laughs> you didn't get trapped inside the waste containment area of a public outhouse toilet. Oh. So oh. you have that going for you, people. Oh, man. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so. guys all so much for listening. We are so appreciative of the support. Um, we'll post links to this story in our Facebook page. You can email us your Hot Mess Express stories at hotmessroundtable at gmail.com. Keep sending us your feedback. We are having so much fun and we look forward to interacting with everybody on Facebook. Um, join us next week when we talk about love and marriage just in time for Valentine's love Day. Marriage, love and marriage. Love it. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a good week.